0: Talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and uh, well, it's always exciting for me to spend some time with you on a Sunday morning here on ninety four point one, and to talk about the church. I say we're a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. And uh, this is show number one thousand one hundred and eight. Been doing this for a while do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And so far, after all these years, it has worked out well. But let me remind you that if you are involved in Christian ministry in some capacity, you need to call me. Let me get you on the show, and we'll talk about your passion. Area code 850-567-1703. And I'm happy to have back on the broadcast good news Outreach, brand new director, um, Cheval Briggins. Yes, sir. How do you uh, do? Good. Okay. <laughs> Pastor, Pastor King, very good. I told uh, Brother Cheval that I'm, I'm real good about butchering names, but I don't do it intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know? No problem. But uh, come just a little bit closer if you would. There you go. That's, that's perfect right there. Now, Good News Outreach has been around for a while. Now, like I said, this is you're the third director that I've had on the show from the ministry. Okay. And so I'm a little bit familiar with it, but I want to get the radio on. It's up to speed. So tell us what it is that you do.
1: Well, Good News Outreach was established in 1986. Uh, matter of fact, it started with the uh, food distribution okay. uh, ministry. And from there, it grew into uh, really four... Three, four other ministries. We do reentry for okay. men and women. Uh, so, uh, men and women coming out of our state correctional facilities uh, can. We have a one-year program, Okay. Uh, where they are housed, but it's also a program. So, the housing is part of the program, and there are other uh, requirements. And they live within the community to, you know, reacclimate themselves to the community. Uh, they work. And after one year, uh, after one year obviously, the, the goal is for them to, um, to leave uh, Good News Outreach, or what we call Mercy House, and to uh, really fully immerse themselves within the community.
0: Now, is, is there a, a single person who was the visionary person in the beginning, or was it a group of people?
1: Just, it was a group. Uh-huh. Yes, it was a, a group of people, uh, you know, and just started with the need. You know i think and, and that's yeah, really cause, it
0: because i find it to be interesting that like you say, they branched out so quickly from you know the the, the main objective in the in beginning was to feed people right and so they
1: fed people for about uh about 20 years
0: yeah and then
1: uh you know the need you know there, there was an ask and a need for uh you know to serve many men, men and women re-entering into the community As a matter of fact uh, the women's program is brand new. We really kicked that off in in the spring of uh, I'm sorry, the fall of 2022. In in the oh, spring. that is brand new. So yeah. we started with the with the men first, uh, and so we have a campus too. Uh, we have two houses, and uh, we can serve 11 men. Okay, uh, so we have beds, and that's where we serve them. And then from there, we have uh, what we call our Maryland Oaks Crossing. Uh, program it is affordable Transitional housing Okay, Families um, It is affordable so we're It has to be a family And I had to specify this because someone uh, Said so could it be Like uh, two adults Is that a family oh no one of the We, we need a minor okay. uh, uh, Youth person uh, To be part of that family um, And like I said that's affordable Transitional housing is two years So the goal is for them to you know, uh, either uh, save enough money and often to get a better job, so that they can uh, transition into the community um, goal of uh, obtaining and securing a house or renting another, uh, another uh, 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 renting an right. apartment. Economy. So now,
0: everybody that's in the that one is called Mercy House. Is one Mercy House, and there was the other one, and Oaks Cross. Cross. There, are, everybody here had come out of prison recently? No.
1: No. no. So Mercy House is, is the one that come, we're out, coming out of prison. the um, the uh, Maryland Oaks Crossing program is uh, 47 for about a 50 unit location off of uh, West Tennessee and Bluntstown on Bicycle Road. And so uh, they might be people they're usually people within the community. Now it's interesting that you mentioned that uh, a person who, let's say, was in the correctional facility, okay, and entered into Mercy House, have they might have a goal to reunite with their children, okay, and their family, okay. If they're reuniting with uh, their family and their children, yes, it is very possible they could transition.
0: Okay. at Oaks Cross. Okay. So now, when, when you uh, like at Mercy House, yes, is it they just live there, or do you or do you have a, a ministry for them? Or is there, is there a, like is anything structured? How does that work?
1: Yeah. So they live there. We we offer case management and counseling, A A N A meetings. Um, we partner with uh, churches and others to provide mentor mentorship. Bible study is offered okay so we are a faith-based organization uh it is not mandatory but what we have uh, found is that uh participants are willing okay to they're, they're willing participants you know when we have like Bible studies and often they will they have found church homes or they uh, they will car, carpool and
0: go to church. Now, I know I, I talked to somebody here recently here on the radio show, and I forget exactly who it was. They had this similar type of ministry. And most of the contacts they had made were, were through prison ministry. Mm-hmm. They they were people who actually went to the prison, mm-hmm. and they knew these people before they got out. Is is that kind of similar to what you all do, or is it just people just contact you who are, who are about to get out? Or?
1: It, it works both ways. We get um, – we have people who are in the correctional facilities who will uh, initiate the contact with us. Uh, we have staff uh, who are part of the correctional facility who will initiate contact okay. with us. Okay. We go to them. Uh, sometimes they will offer opportunities for us to go and sort of like a fair so they can get to know more about the program and the, uh, and the people who are residing at the correctional facilities get, have an opportunity to talk to us before they get out. Okay. Cause the, the truth is, uh, you know, they should begin planning that transition six to 12 months. Oh yeah, before, absolutely. Yeah. The yeah, release. yeah. And so it, it works both ways. We initiate, um, and then the well, like i said then it's just a partnership we have partnerships with cuz it's uh, such a such a
0: needed thing it is it is it, yeah. you know
1: it's, and, and you know we have people who we 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 receive people who may have been in for year and a half they may have been in for two decades or 25 years in and getting out and so they need to get reacclimated yeah. into um you know into the community and and just being outside the correctional
0: facility. Because a lot of people who end up in the correctional facility have been burning their bridges with their families for a long time Mm -hmm. before it finally comes to that point to where they end up going to jail, right? right. whatever behavior they're involved in. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times the families are reluctant to have anything to do with them, right? And so, this way that this is this is your bridge because you're hoping that that once they get out and they they get their life stabilized, maybe get a job or whatever, the family will take another look and say, "Well, okay, they've changed," right?
1: And you know, this is interesting that you mentioned that because you know I'm a, I'm a believer that we're everyone is in ministry in ministry of like restoration uh-huh. and reconciliation, yeah. And so that's what we're you know we're doing our part to assist them with uh, restoring right right you know relationships and 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 reconciling some some relationships and some situations sure
0: sure cuz just, just think about this is the alternative they don't come to you they have no place to go because because they they they've been incarcerated they haven't been working so now they've got to get out find a place to live get a job Well, that's a very difficult thing to think about. I'm thinking because, I mean, unless you think about that first day you're out of jail now, Mm -hmm. you no longer have your bed that you've been sleeping in for the last however long it's been. You're out on the streets. It's going to get dark soon. What are you going to do? And you can just imagine how that plays out over and over again. And what's that going to lead to? It, probably it, probably it, not good. Right. Yeah. And
1: it, and it, and you know, Pastor Jack uh, King, it, it doesn't lead to um, anything good because when you're out, you have to live. Sure. And survive. And if there's not a plan in place, it is normal behavior to revert back to what you know. Right. And uh, matter of fact, m- just about every one of the men and women who are part of the Mercy House, they're not from the Big Bend area. Uh-huh. So, this is that it gives them that opportunity to reacclimate themselves into a community, but not the community they knew. Okay. So, while they may have some struggles, it is not at the same level. If you, as it would be, if you go back home to some of your older friends who, right
0: back where you were, yeah,
1: yeah. may not have made a, yeah, I I can see that,
0: I can see that, yes. But now there are several uh, ministries in Tallahassee because I've had many of them here on the show who are doing similar things to what you're doing, yes. But is it being met? I mean, me like there would be more people coming out than what you guys can handle. I mean, I'm talking about you and the other ministries,
1: there are, you know, um, you. You know, at Good News Outreach, we can't serve everyone. And if you brought on every uh, organization who works uh, in the re- in their area of reentry, they probably would tell you the same thing. Yeah. You know, we, we can't. We just can't serve everyone. We don't have enough space and beds.
0: Right. But I like what you said, because uh, you, know, you mentioned earlier about the, the fair. Now, so I'm assuming you do that at the at the prison. Mm-hmm. Or, or is the prison or a local jail, either one? I'm not sure. Yeah. And, and so now, so that tells me that the people who are inside—I'm talking about not the uh, the inmates, but the people who are working with inmates—they're mm-hmm. thinking about this, uh, trying to help these people. Okay, we see this person. We're looking at the record. okay in, in twelve months, they're going to be out of here. Where are they going? I mean, is, is it that kind of a? Is it that intentional?
1: Yes, it, it is very intentional. Uh, from various programs that are offered. At different correctional facilities to the planning, uh, have some forethought, thinking ahead so they won't encounter the situation. Right. Right. Um, And and, you know, the the whole idea is to reduce recidivism.
0: Right. Right.
1: Which is the return. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, if there, there are stores in town that won't return customers. But you don't want that, <laughs> no, you know, for, no, for your correction <laughs> right, facilities. right, right. And so you, you know, and and everyone wants the success story. You want them to be
0: successful, sure. sure. Uh, but I would imagine that if if the percentages were actually written down, the of, between the people who come to ministries like yourself mm-hmm. or like yours and who those who don't. I have a feeling that there's more success this way. It am am I right?
1: There is. There's there's more success because you have more support.
0: Right, right.
1: And yeah. um, you know, that's that's what you need. And and it's uh it's a two way street. You know, we can give and they have to give. And they're giving with our understanding that they are coming out of a correctional facility, right. reacclimating themselves. You know, into a community, really into a world, and for some of them, a world that has changed oh, a lot. Oh, I can imagine. You know, they may have gone in, yeah. and uh, cell phones were just. Coming yeah, into yeah, existence, yeah. and now you're doing everything via a self. phone.
0: Yeah, well, see, I could identify that it was after four years of the Navy, right? Coming out of the Navy and going to work, thinking I could make basically the same wage that I was making before I went in, <laughs> that was eye-opening <laughs> for me. <laughs> so I can, yeah, yes. I can just imagine what you're talking about here. Right. A totally different world. Right? Uh, I remember uh, the guy. Remember the the show. That uh, where the guy was shipwrecked and they had the the, the volleyball, like Wilson, I, f- I forget the name of that show, but oh, I remember him yeah. talking about, they were trying to explain to him about the football teams. They said, well, okay, this used to be who now? <laughs> this used to be, <laughs> you know, just a, the overall change in society that you've come out and all of a sudden you're, you're facing all of this. But yeah. see, there's so many things like it. I was just coming down uh, off of Bre- Lake Bradford Road and there's a little road that shoots over to... I think it's the airport, and there's a little hotel, old, old hotel, right there. Mm-hmm. And I forget the name of that ministry, but every time I, I, I go by there, I think about it, that. That's what they're doing. They they have the same type of ministry that you have, and then and this little this little hotel that used to be a motel, I guess. I mean, it's just, it's just like a little little postage stamp right there in a little corner, right? And they're all jammed in there. Mm-hmm. But this is what they're about, and they're they're offered the same type of ministries that you are doing. Mm -hmm. Now, this is at Mercy House. Now, is it Maryland Crossing?
1: So Maryland Oaks Crossing. Maryland Oaks Crossing. Is our affordable transition.
0: That's a totally different thing.
1: That's a completely different program. And that's for families. Okay, Um, Two-year program. So it assists families who need assistance in in transitioning. Um, You know, they have income, may not be enough, um housing situations may have changed. Um and like I said, they have it has to be a family. We have two bedrooms and three bedrooms. We have uh about forty eight units. Wow. Mobile units uh, on that on that campus. And so we own that that was um gifted to us uh several several years ago.
0: Now how do these people come to you? what <laughs> what, what kind of circumstances are we talking about here?
1: Everything. Um, unfortunately, lately, we've been getting uh, even more uh, calls. Uh-huh. People are in um, emergency housing situations. You know, unfortunately, we fortunately, unfortunately, we have a waiting list. So wow. emergency yeah. housing is not. One of what, the
0: it, what is emergency housing? What well, have you um
1: uh, Being evicted, don't have anywhere to go. Uh me and my kids have to leave the house situations have a have rose whereby they need they can't stay wherever they are family members have said okay you've being here a week, you need to go find some. Okay,
0: so you, what you're describing is emergencies. Housing is them being there is, has now become an emergency because I got to yes. find some place to live, like right now today. Because <laughs> I maybe, thought maybe it might have been uh, you know, tents or right. <laughs> something like that. Well, you know, it, and and
1: um, there there aren't enough organizations or facilities who offer that service, right? Um, and I mean, we, we understand. You know, we understand why. Uh, and so you know you get those calls, or people will will come to you. So, like I said, we're affordable transitional right. housing. Um, yes, there's a minimum income requirement. Um, you know, we do background checks, and I, and I would say the same thing for even our mercy house. You know, we there's are cert, even with mercy house. Let me go back to mercy house a little bit. For mercy house, uh, there are certain uh, crimes that a person cannot have. So we don't do we don't. Uh, take in sexual offenders. We don't take in what we call our, our, hard, cr- our hard crimes or those that involve like assault okay. or violence. Okay. Uh, and so we look for the same thing for when we do background checks for families coming into a uh, Maryland Oaks Crossing program. Um, and like I said, there's a minimum um, income requirement. And based upon the number of people in your household, you'd be eligible for two bedroom or be eligible for okay. three-bedroom.
0: And they do have to pay something.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. So, this so is not, it's not totally free, no. but, it,
0: but it's reduced.
1: No. Right. It's, a, it's a t- affordable. Uh, matter of fact, um, you know, our prices are, uh, the rent charges, I should say, uh, 625 which will include water for a two-bedroom. Okay. 625 a month includes water, two-bedroom. They're responsible for the, the um, for their electricity and gas. For wow. three bedroom, it is seven fifty.
0: Okay, but now, how, how do they? Uh, if they're not working, what do they do?
1: Then we have to. What we do, we try to refer. That's part of the case management. So okay. we do offer some case management. Uh, we work with uh, Echo Ministries and okay. uh, their case managers, and we make referrals to try to find them. You know, to at least give them opportunities right, right. Uh, or possibilities.
0: So, oh, so, so if, they, if somebody were to you. call you and say, hey, I'm, I'm about to be evicted here. I don't have any place to go. I have no money whatsoever.
1: Then we would begin looking at our database and, and making uh, recommendations. Um, truth is, we can also, there's um, a new referral system through the uh, Capital Career Source, uh, and we can make referrals. Through that with some of the our with some of the other partner agencies, okay. and then you know it's just based upon the connections that we have. And usually, once if we reach out to a couple of organizations, especially if they have uh, case managers, they're able to assist. Every once in a while, we might be able to reach out to a church.
0: Yeah. So so services. basically, what you're saying is that you're going to help them initially to come up with the money.
1: No, we, no. well, not uh, what we do. We just offer them. Referrals to organizations uh-huh. who can provide assistance. But we get that. That is ironically, you mentioned that about the money. We get that often. Do you provide rental assistance? You know, which really what they mean is, do you do you give us? Do you have money or funds to give us so we can get rent? That is not one of the services right. that we offer.
0: So what I'm saying is that, in other words, they're not going to move in here until they can they can come up with the money. Because that's that's because once you you know you're not going to put them in there knowing they can't afford it.
1: Right. They got to right. they got to show that you have, that you have yeah. income.
0: But it sounds to me like what you were saying is that we're gonna we're gonna help you. Right. To try to try to change that situation in your life. But right. <laughs> somewhere along the line, they're gonna have to get a job, and make some money. Right.
1: They have, they have to <laughs> yeah. generate they have to yeah. generate income, and then um, and you know and honestly, we
0: we have a waiting list. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you one do. One, yeah, you especially know. at the, the rate you just <laughs> quoted right. me. We we do have a waiting list. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just the thing is, is that we know that that it's, it's right now things are tough for people. yeah we're in this inflationary period. Uh, but the good thing about Tallahassee is that it seems to me like that the uh, economy is pretty good as far as there's there's work out there for people.
1: There is work, um, and like you said, yeah. I mean, you and I probably know it. You. Can't walk into an establishment and not see a a help wanted sign or a new help wanted sign. Yeah, yeah, Uh, help wanted
0: for all positions. Yeah, but what about people who are just—they're just not able—that they're just physically not able to work. What do we do about that? It
1: depends on what kind of income they may be receiving. Uh So you—you might—you might have some people that are receiving a disability. Okay, or. Uh, they may be; their rent may be paid by a third party. Okay. Uh, so there are third parties who uh, work with people, and depending upon their situation, and they might pay for the rent, or pay for a great majority of the rent, and the um, the participant slash resident would have to pick up the rest. Or the main right. balance of that
0: but well, as far as like in, in your particular situation mm-hmm. you or you you are an administrator here right uh, your, your job is to is to make sure this train's running <laughs> every day and then and so you have this facility and how many did you bid, how many rooms uh, 40, uh 47 47 47
1: units
0: see that's a lot of uh, maintenance and upkeep there yes and uh, yes as for the Rich, it's your charging here. There's that's probably a bit of a challenge. And you're t- and you're providing the water too to to, to these uh, particular units. So does it all I guess it all works. I guess
1: it's an ongoing <laughs>
0: discussion.
1: Uh you know, it's the it's the matter of the heart. Uh-huh. And then the matter of the business
0: side. Right, right,
1: right. Uh, you know, we've heard that uh, money answers all I tell everyone, right. money answers all things. <laughs> and uh, my mom always said, uh, always told us, I don't care how good you think you look, you can't pay with your look. Right, right, right. So, you know, repairs cost. Right. Uh, the water costs. So it's, you know, and if... If we don't take care of the business side,
0: you're not going to have anything. Yeah. There's
1: no, there right. is nowhere for th- anyone
0: right to go. But uh, the Mercy House, it seems to be like what you're <laughs> saying. It, it operates a little different because these people are just coming out of jail. They, they don't have any income at all.
1: Right, and honestly, we receive we receive funding from the Department of Corrections. Okay, okay. When they come, yeah, I the kind of figured you probably
0: would. Yeah, um,
1: there's a daily amount that we receive from them and once the after 30 days then the uh, th- those who are have re-entered into the community and are at Mercy House they have to pay a little bit
0: okay day. but uh, do you all get involved in trying to find them employment
1: if if need be absolutely so okay. you know like I said we have a relationship with uh, career with capital uh, area careers uh, resources um, and then we have people in town, and we have uh, relationships with uh, some of the businesses and, and entities in town who are willing to to hire right uh, individuals. That's a, that's
0: a tough thing. Yes, that's a tough yes. thing. About that
1: criminal history, yeah. And, yeah. and you're trying to get a. You have to get a. Uh, you know, you got to get uh, an ID. So you know, sometimes it takes a couple of weeks, um, and and often uh, a month before they find employment. And then you have, then we also have to remember, some of the people went in with a, a variety of outstanding skills. Uh-huh. They're welders, so they someone will take them on and as an employee, and they'll make twenty some dollars right, on right, an hour because they have those type of skills. They had those skills when they when they went in. Yeah, I, I,
0: I know. What it's like I've been on the employment side of it. And of course and you're you're bringing somebody into your your business uh you take a lot of risk whether they've been in prison or out of prison mm-hmm. and and i've had i've hired lots of people mm-hmm. <laughs> over the years mm-hmm. and that's it's a it's a tough thing it really is
1: especially in this day and yeah in this day and time it's a little different yeah. we're seeing a difference in the work ethic
0: uh-huh. among oh I'm telling all, you <laughs> among all yeah. people yeah
1: uh And that includes Whether Will they show up Then if Uh they show up Will Will they work And do the job And then if they Are willing to work And do the job Are they going to do it Completely correctly On time
0: Are they going to just Just walk away one day And And and, uh, and for my business Mm -hmm. Um one of the things that, that I've had mm-hmm. difficulties with is if, if they're on any type of substance, mm-hmm. their behavior is going to be real peculiar <laughs> because they'll, they'll be okay for a few days and then all of a sudden everything just changes. Yeah. And when I was really young and naive, I, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I said, well, yesterday they were fine. Today, and then, then, uh, then you pay them and then they're gone. <laughs> there,
1: there, there are a variety of risk factors yeah. that... All of us, yeah. You know, even you know, at Good News Outreach, when people are coming in, you know, we're just you, we have to be open. We have to have our eyes open that people may have some risk factors that could prevent them from um, from being successful. Right. So, you know, right. we have to take a look yeah. at that. And then, as you talked about, like the business side and with the money, you know, it it requires us to, um, you know. We we have to fundraise, so we have uh, we have donors uh, we, who have been faithful for
0: years. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: decades. Yeah. Um, you and know, it, we basically have one fundraiser, usually a prayer breakfast in uh, in the fall, uh, and so we have to go and ask for money, and then I spend time writing grants.
0: Wow, and does that work pretty good? You, you know, can, it, it 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 can,
1: yeah. it can. Uh, you know the the best money uh, you you understand it when, when you someone gives you when someone gives you money whether it's an individual or an entity and there are no restrictions on it it allows you to <laughs> yeah. utilize those funds right, in the various right. program right. areas where you need to to place them uh, and uh, you know so so you know grants grants can be great uh, one of the things that we know with grants uh, they're not like longtime donors you're not going to be a reper Recipient, right, right, of grants like five, 10, 15 years. So uh, maybe a few years here and there, <laughs> and you never know what happens. They may right. not have the same amount of money, so your allocation right decreases. Right, right. I've, I've, I have
0: experienced that. Yeah. With well, the in words, don't, don't count on it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but, but if it's restricted, it may be say, well, we're, we're going to give you money to put facilities but you can't use that toward actual ministry or, or maybe uh, or a
1: particular program and okay you're like, Ooh, i really need money in this program
0: right so right like,
1: i'll give you money for mercy house the men and women like uh, okay and then you might need money
0: for, right for right right, right
1: because you're not we're not uh-huh. making money
0: no, because you're a minister, yeah, right. But uh, so you still have the pantry?
1: We still have the food pantry. Matter of fact, we used to be on East. Bur- we used to be at uh, at the Echo Building on East.
0: Bur- yes, right Road. next door. Yeah, I remember.
1: And so at the end of 2022, and on January the fourth, uh, the official transition and opening of the new site is over on Fourth Avenue, 606 West Fourth Avenue, uh, and now we have that facility. Uh, and we have a 1200 in the back of that that building that we own there's a 1200 square foot uh, facility and so now our food uh, distribution is out of that location okay um, and it's great because now we're all everyone is in one location all the staff the team is in one location and it's also a location where um, our seniors we have a senior program. So, we have uh, permanent housing for seniors. Oh, really? So, we
0: have eight. So, that's three now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have Mercy House for Men, right? Mercy House for Women. We have Merlin O's Crossing, the, the family affordable transitional housing. We have um, the food. Well, that's
0: a, that's a We lot. have food
1: distribution and delivery. So we have a partnership with DoorDash, and they will deliver. Uh, their drivers will come pick up food, and they take food out once a month to about three hundred fifty to four hundred seniors. Wow! And also on the the at our West Fourth Avenue six hundred six West Fourth Avenue campus, we have permanent senior housing. Uh huh. So we were gifted with that a little over about two years ago.
0: Are these like apartments or?
1: Yes. Okay. So we have, uh, Eunice on the front side and the back side of, um, of the building, and and you know we have uh, seniors living there, so we do senior programming, affordable transitional housing, food distribution <laughs> slash delivery, reentry for men, reentry for
0: wow. wow. And
1: we're on three <laughs> different campuses.
0: Oh, we better we better put some phone numbers or websites out there for you, so you might want to ask the audience here; they may want to help participate. So, how about they get in touch with you?
1: You know, uh, they can always. Um, call um matter of fact you know they they can just uh, go to good news outreach www.goodnewsoutreach.org uh and um you know we have uh, our programs on there and matter of fact we're in the since we're we're transitioning, therefore we have to transition our website.
0: <laughs> good uh, Good News outreach.org outreach. Yes, and I'm assuming that there's a place in that, that people could donate.
1: Oh yes, you can donate yeah. online. Uh, you know, we're always looking for the three T's: the time, talent, and treasure. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we <laughs> like that. You know, you you have to make the ask. Yeah. You know, yeah. so sometimes you just half not
0: because you have well, the, the, so the time thing is the volunteers is that right
1: time is always volunteers yeah. you know we, we definitely need volunteers yeah. uh, in the with the food on the days that we distribute food which are Wednesdays and Thursdays 9am to 2pm and honestly the noon to 2pm shift is where we have the most need for volunteers huh. on Wednesdays and Thursdays we need people who are willing to come to the same facility pick up food and deliver food Okay. Um, to to seniors, we you know that that need is growing, um, and sometimes uh, you know churches will say this is what we want to do. You know, collectively, right? Uh, we have no problem if it's collective or as individuals, uh, we will do that. Uh, we're always looking for mentors and people to volunteer and assist with um, to assist the Mercy House men and women and the and the families uh, out in Maryland Oaks and. And even the seniors.
0: So there's you know, there's things for people to do if if more, they want to
1: more than enough. Yeah,
0: a lot of people, especially when they retire, they go, "Well, what am I going to do now?" Right. And, and sometimes people want to be involved in ministry. Right. This sounds to me like it's, it's a great place to to kind of kind of jump in. So the, the food does it come from Second Harvest?
1: We do. We okay. receive food from Second Harvest. They have been, um, you know, great partners over, down through the years and and decades. Uh, we have a great relationship uh, with them. Uh, they monitor us. You know, matter of fact, they had to come over and approve our new location before we okay. before we moved from um, Bradford Avenue over to So,
0: so when you do distribution, you're putting it in a bag, and it just, it just people come by and you just hand them a bag of food,
1: right? So it's bags. So when we do the um, when it's distribution, they can come in, they can pick food and and in their bags, and they can take that away. Um, and then when we do deliveries, it's either in a bag or or a box,
0: right? Because I know some of them, they, it's just drive through, just right. just drive through, and, and then right. you know right. you don't but get they, out of your car. Yeah, yeah, they get to yeah.
1: get out of their car, come in, and they can
0: yeah. choose certain yeah. items.
1: The the vision, the vision is to have a food store, so that's why one of the reasons why we want to relocate relocate is you know we want to get. Um, you know the refrigeration and cooling and freezer systems we need so people could come in and all and not shop in terms of shopping for food and giving us money but to come in and shop as if it's a store that is very new it is a new trend and that is where that's our vision and that's where we're headed so
0: so they would they would pay a little bit for the food would not pay anything
1: for the food They'd just no, they just come in and shop
0: just 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 like a, what like you it's need a store Yes. Wow!
1: <laughs> yes, that's 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 becoming a yeah. uh, it's, it's a very new trend yeah. that a lot of
0: but when you all go to food. Second Harvest, you yes. you do pay some for the food.
1: Well, yes. So we we order the food and then uh, we pay some. Um, we order the food and then they deliver to us.
0: Oh, they do? Okay. Yes. Well, that, that, that saves you from having to oh, load yes. a truck up. <laughs> like,
1: okay. Second Harvest is on the way. The yeah, Second Harvest yeah. truck is on I
0: had way. a ministry on the show here not too long ago and, and uh, what they do is, is they're, they're actually taking food to people mm-hmm. and uh, I wish I could remember things better but uh, they, they've talked about they, they, they're called Walmart and they're actually buying the food. And they'll call Walmart and order over the online, and then Walmart will deliver it to their warehouse. I go, Yes. Well, that saves a lot of wear and tear. Yes. <laughs> does it? A, yes. Because uh, you, you, whatever, anything you you do okay, something, if it's got to be picked up, mm-hmm. think about how many times it gets picked up picked up from the time it leaves, wherever it's first produced, the time it goes to the truck drivers, from the truck to the truck to the, it's all that stuff. It's amazing how much manpower is involved in just moving a can of beans to get it to the person it's supposed to go to.
1: It's, it's, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, I do some adjunct faculty work and I teach leadership and and various business and marketing classes so we talk about supply chain uh-huh. management and I said have you ever thought about every time you eat a french fry what it took absolutely someone to till ground sow seeds, <laughs> my goodness and, yeah. And, yeah and produce and then have it delivered
0: right right and yeah. have
1: multiple entities yeah. involved in the process To eventually cook your french fry. Right. So you could eat it. And everyone usually looks, you know, but no no one really thinks about how many people, how many entities, how many processes are. But it's
0: all a a part of the overall process for all of us, the goods and services that we end up with. I I heard on radio one time a guy was doing that, but he he had about a pencil. Mm -hmm. And he was going through what all it took to produce that. Pencil that you're writing with, and when you, man, that's amazing. It really is. But that's that's the whole uh, economic chain of just keeping everything going. Right. And of course, then if you get one break in there, then it can just cause everything to be disrupted. And, of course, that's kind of the fear in a way. Yeah. You think about it. Something, Weather. Yeah, right, right, right. Impacts. Yeah, uh, you think about the the this war in Ukraine where, where they have all the wheat fields over there and how that affects the whole world through this whole process of right. <laughs> what you're going through. Right. Yeah, it, 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 anyway, back to the point. So they bring it to you. Right. And I'm assuming they back a truck up and it's on pallets and, and, and you all have a, 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 a loader to just <laughs> Just take they
1: they they load it, unload it, and then we between staff, uh, team members, and volunteers. You know, then
0: you have to put it in the bags. You to, and,
1: well, uh, you got it. You, you know, you got to shelf it. You got to put it in the right place. Right, and, and then you have to put <laughs> it's bags together. And then you have oh, tables yeah. with yeah. with various items also so yeah. people can choose. And and while you're doing this, you have to. You know, there has to be some planning. Sure. Um, and I mentioned that for people who. Yeah. Especially the younger generation, they don't wanna plant, you have to plant how many how many bags do I need? So our director of operations, David Dobbs, will say, We have this amount of people coming to pick up for that for that project, and then on Saturday they're coming over to pick up for and so he's counting how many bags <laughs> he has to have, Make sure he has enough bags. He's gotta have enough boxes. Oh uh we're we're short on bags. So you have to think, you know, you gotta have a lot of forethought regarding what it is you're trying to accomplish what is the vision right, right. and then having a plan and the processes in place so that you have all the items that you need
0: <laughs> it really is amazing when you get to think about it it is if you've just joined us this is the gospel on the radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and uh, your host likes Southern Gospel Music. If you listen to the show before, you already know that. This is the Berries. It's called Steel Blessed. So with arms of praise, I shall sing I know I am, and I am so thankful for an opportunity to be with you on a Sunday morning here on 94.1, bringing you gospel. Hawk, and we got Good News Outreach as our guest today. We'll get back to that in just a second, but I do want to remind you that uh, well, I am a pastor, and I pastor Freedom Road Christian Ministries, seven twenty Capital Circle Northeast, and we'd love to have you come worship with us today. We start at eleven oh five. You can check us out on the web, FRCM.us. We are between Easterwood Drive and. Park Avenue on Capitol Circle. If you're heading toward Park Avenue, you see us on the right-hand side of the road. We put a sign out there for you on Sunday mornings. If you'd like to listen to this show again or share it with a friend, you can find it on the podcast, the show number 1108. And you can check that out as well. People a lot of times like to do that. And then don't forget, Saturday night, 7 o'clock here on 94.1. It's the Saturday Night Gospel. Sing a full hour of As I say, the best music on the planet. (laughs) But that's just my opinion. And then you can also find me Monday through Friday here on 94.1 with the daily broadcast, the gospel on the radio broadcast, a daily Bible teaching of the Word of God. So that brings you up to speed on all of that. And uh, Cheval Briggins. Yes, sir. How'd I go? Excellent, Mr. Jack King, <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. That's, that's really a neat name, it is, but it's it's one of those that in my mind, since I hear it, I forget it. For some reason or another, it just didn't stick, and so until, until tonight, I, I, we've talked on the We've been phone tagging here for about a week or so. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah, and that's that's normal. I go through this every week. I'm always tracking people down, and I tell people, I said i'll get you sooner or later (laughs) and that just reminds me that hey if you're involved in christian ministry and you want to feature your show here or your 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 ministry here on the show call me area code 850-567-1703 and we'll get you right here and we'll pre-record the show and we'll tell people all about your passion people ask me a lot of times they say well what are we going to talk about i said we're going to talk about your Passion. Now, Brother Chaval, he is a, a man of uh, much background. You, you're, you're a college professor. You've been a pastor, but most of your life has kind of been in administration, has it not?
1: It, it has been in administration in uh, nonprofit organizations and and in churches. Yeah. So uh, I've been. Yeah, uh, he's a piano yeah, player. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I, I I grew up. I'm the yeah. oldest of three. I'm yeah. the oldest of yeah. three Kojic pastor yeah. kids. So uh, I tell people that uh, I was born underneath the church. Yeah. So uh, and um, so you know I got involved in playing the drums at the age of three. Started taking piano lessons at four. Started playing for church service at the age of ten. Really, Mama said, if I didn't play for church, I couldn't play sports. So that was the, <laughs> and I didn't get a dime, didn't get paid right. uh, for for doing that. So, yeah, you know, I've been involved with that. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, uh, with various types of nonprofits and then um, just, you know, being a, a college adjunct uh, faculty member,
0: you know, pay the payment comes later. <laughs>
1: yes, I heard. I, I heard that a lot.
0: <laughs> so you have just been uh, in a lot of different varieties of things, but administration seems to be your your your, your knack. Yes, uh, it's what you, what you do. Yes. and I and I told him this before we all went on the air. It really doesn't matter what the program is you just have the gift to administrate right so you'll you'll learn the program as you go along
1: right and uh, and and i learned and honestly i learned that from from my father uh, because he was bivocational Uh so he pastored a church um and then he worked out at Ford motor company so he was out there for 46 years started on the line and then worked into his way into the c-suite so he was out there he okay, retired, wait, wait,
0: wait. The C suite?
1: The uh corporate. Corporate okay, suite. Okay. So okay. he was in upper management. Oh, really? Um right. and with Ford Motor Company. And he always said, I take some of the things from Ford to the church. Then okay. I take some of the things from church to Ford. <laughs> so he taught us the the transferable okay, okay. Uh, skills yeah, in, yeah. and how you work with people. And he said you're gonna he said I I come across the same people at Ford. That had come across that church, uh-huh. I come encounter at church, yeah. and so you know we we would hear that and we we learn that.
0: Well, that's that's mm-hmm. a great background for you though, mm-hmm. to having worked and known him and just sounds a bit like you're a lot alike. Right, Because you know, right. he, he eventually went from the line to go into, really, administration. Right, and he so, did. And so it seems like that just seems to be a knack that just kind of flows through you. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: did you have siblings? I do, I'm the, while I'm the oldest, my sister came five years later, and then my brother is almost 12 years younger okay. than myself. And what did they do? My, my brother, matter of fact, my brother works in corrections. Okay. So we talk you know, we, so we talked about the Mercy House earlier and talking about correction. He works in a correctional facility in, in Ohio and and my sister, uh, she she she's her own entrepreneur. She's an okay. entrepreneur and she does some some so, of the same things.
0: So you can see how the, the giftings are just as the other expression is it didn't fall f- far from the tree.
1: <laughs> it, it, it didn't. We you know, we were all uh, you know, active in, yeah. in you know, in, in church. Yeah. Um and uh we we think like when it comes to a lot of things. Right. Like some
0: stuff. when you were uh f- say six years old we started playing piano. When you say I was six,
1: four six? when I started four. taking piano lessons.
0: Okay, did, was that a hard struggle for you to go to the to the practice and all that kind of sort of thing?
1: No, because it was something that I wanted to do. Okay. Uh so it wasn't a struggle. I always loved uh I always loved music. Okay. It was and as I learned early on; it became very therapeutic um, for me. You know, you could just sort of sit down and play, and sort right. of get lost.
0: But you had to practice every day, right?
1: Well, you know, you have to practice. But again, being an athlete and a martial artist, because my dad was my first coach. Okay, because he taught us mar- the martial art well, of he judo. Just did a
0: little bit of everything. He, didn't he? did,
1: <laughs> and he was real active in the community. Okay. Uh, and so, he was our first coach, and so he taught us, uh, you know, martial art judo. So you know, you you have to practice uh whatever it is that you want yeah. to do. And so I tell people, even today, you just can't be whatever it is, an artist, a musician. You have to be a student. You, yeah. And you need to always be in a mindset where you're willing to improve and learn. Because, you know, daddy, being the, the pastor side of him, would say, when you get to an age, when you get to a point in your life where you think you know everything and you don't need to learn everything, he said, uh, then it's time for us to roll you down the aisle. And <laughs> that that was that, you know, and he's still living, but that's, he'll tell you that today. if you think you I know think, everything. I, I think
0: I like him. You know, he said,
1: it's time to roll you down the aisle. But he also exhibited that he yeah, would call yeah. me. And I'm like, why is he calling me? And he's retired from Ford. He's been pastoring forever. It's like even up to like the last couple of years, he retired as a pastor at the age of 81. Wow. And I'm like, why is he calling me? Do you have a form or do you have this? This is, yeah, send it to your sister. I'm like, what? but, but then I remember <laughs> what he said. I can always, you should always be in a mode of learning and improving so he not only said it he exhibited it even though i you know i'm thinking well why did he do that
0: (laughs) because i've back to this thing about the piano lessons Uh i have a granddaughter that i'm wanting to get her taken and i'm just wondering will there be time when she would rather go do this but she needs to practice did you ever have problems with that
1: No, no because i i i grew up in a different time yeah and a different Type, maybe a different, I'll say a different time. So I knew I had to get my schoolwork done and I had to practice. And okay. I think I only had to practice maybe the piano about uh 30 minutes. So you didn't go outside if the homework wasn't done. That was just automatic. So by second or third grade, no one was asking me, did I have homework?
0: Uh-huh.
1: If I came in and practiced and went outside, obviously he didn't have any homework. But that had been, that kind of discipline had right, been instilled right, right. in me very, very early. So that was never an that was never an issue for me because i knew these are the things that you have that you have to do it's not the alan iverson practice who's the practice we're talking about practice no <laughs> you know those are the things yeah. because you if you don't practice you don't get
0: yeah. better now do you play by ear or do you play both by the, both so
1: I, so. I can read music because like I, said, I took lessons for for a very long time yeah. and um and then i my mom is the person who developed my ear and then in church in 99.9% of it is has been by ear so
0: you can just sit down and play anything uh, uh, just, just, I, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I,
1: I, I, I can, yeah, I, 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 that that did happen to me recently. I'm like, right. I have never heard that song before, and then I'm like, okay, it's in this key, and like, okay, we're good.
0: Okay, so, well, yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm not a musician, uh-huh. but I have I have two cousins, they their sisters, mm-hmm. they're quite different in age. Mm-hmm. One of them play, my note, the other one cannot I mean, the other place be here. Right. And so for years and years and years, the older cousin would, would play the Christmas carol as far as the Christmas. Right. But then she, she got married moved on. And now the the, the younger cousin, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. I can't. I got to have books.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we, we go, what? She, your, your, your sister could just play anything. Said, no, they, they don't work that way for me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, and,
1: and, and some people don't have an ear and they can't improv. Uh, yeah. And I know some I know some musicians that, um, you know, that are like that. But one of the things you talked about, the playing the piano, and and I know it's not one of the first instruments that people, that kids will learn to play yeah. anymore. It used to be one of the first ones. But the good thing about playing uh, a piano or learning to play piano and reading those notes, you have to read multiple notes at the same time. And you have to be able to play six, six to eight notes at a time. And so you have to read multiple notes, which, in, which improves your reading okay. in school.
0: But uh, is it easier for somebody who, who can play by ear to stay, stick with it than somebody who does not?
1: To stick with the music? Yeah, over, in
0: other words, does it come easier for that person to sit down there and just play?
1: Or, it's easy, it's, it depends. You know, if you give someone the music, then you know, for someone who only played by notes, they need the music. Yeah. If they hear a song, they might not. They might not have the ear to even know what key the song is is yeah, in, and yeah. try to find it. And you know, then they couldn't play
0: it. Yeah, my my thought is, is if you just have that natural gift, you just sit there and play anything. You just sit there and just play and just have a good time. But for the person who does not have that ear, it's work. It's <laughs> it,
1: it, it, it's work. Yeah, it's work. Okay. You know, I, either way, either way, it's going to be. It's going to require you to to
0: practice. <laughs> I, I've I've got you way <laughs> off subject here, and I apologize for that. <laughs> this has been fun. Uh, <laughs> I just I'm just I'm just curious about this, but yes. let's get back to the your good. I just looked at the clock. I think we don't have much time left here. Okay, no problem. Uh, good news outreach, a ministry that you you talked about. You got the Mercy House, and you got the uh, Maryland Oaks Cross Crossing, crossing and, and both of these are facilities. The, the Mercy House for men and women now.
1: We have a Mercy yeah. House. We do uh, men and women reentry, entry Crossing, yeah. affordable transitional housing. Then we, we have the food distribution delivery, and then we have our senior programming.
0: And the thing that we really want to make sure the audience understands is there's two ways you can help that, that he's talked about so far. One is you can contribute just, just to give to the ministry, and that's uh, a goodnewsoutreach.org. Mm-hmm. Or... You can go volunteer.
1: You can always volunteer. Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, the number to give us a call and uh, to talk a little bit more about is 850-692-3301. That's
0: 850-692-3301. Now, what kind of process would a person have to go through to become a volunteer? I'm uh, sure you've got to check them out somewhat.
1: Yes. Uh, and you know, and, and often it will depend on which area they're they're volunteering. For those who are volunteering with our, uh, with the men and women at the Mercy House, there's a more extensive um, background check. And that's required because we work with the Department of Corrections. Okay. So everyone who is involved in any aspect of that process, we got, you know. Got to follow the, the right, laws right. of the land. But
0: is it is like an application process it have to go through? Yes. So they, they yeah. just, would they just go to the website or give you the call?
1: Just give us a call uh, and 9.9 9 times out of 10, our director of operations, David Dobbs, will uh, be the person you will be speaking
0: with. But if you didn't remember the number he just gave you, they could go to the website and get the number?
1: They can go to okay. goodnewsoutreach.org uh, and um, and there are a couple numbers on there. All of them roll over to the same location.
0: Okay. So so the process is if, if somebody would want to work in the Mercy House mm-hmm. ministry, they go to the website, get the number, call you. Yes. And then you're going to kind of give them a little pre-interview over the phone. Yes. And you might say, well, I don't think you'd work for that particular ministry. Maybe you might want to work over here. Mm-hmm.
1: And there will be some training, too. Okay. Because, uh, especially with the, the Mercy House, because, you know, you're, you're working with with people who are coming out of the correctional facility. And we need to make sure that it, it is that it is the right ministry for you. Um, and it's okay if you get into it and you, and you find out that it's not. Uh, but it has to be a good fit.
0: Yeah. Also. Because, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about my, my wife worked at the prison for three days. Mm-hmm. She's a nurse. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't her thing. Right. And, just, and,
1: and, uh, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, and
0: of course, now she works with veterans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is there's, there's a conditioning you have to go through to to work with that particular right. segment of society. Yeah. because, yeah. Uh, and then, but then the other place has a different. To me, it would have a different feel to it. It's
1: you know yeah. it's uh, you have families, um, and now honestly, you may have some people who have, uh experience with being in a, a correctional okay. facility, okay. but um, it's not maybe they will have maybe they won't um it's unlike mercy house uh it, it is unlike mercy house in that regard and so yeah. you know there are opportunities to to um to use your your knowledge skills abilities gifts ministries and talents <laughs> you know uh and, and you know and we yeah. talked about the two ways that people can do that and, and and as a faith-based organization um you know people might say you know i can't give much uh, i can't even get out the one thing that people can always do for us, you can always pray Amen. for
0: Amen. us. Yeah,
1: Good. everyone can do
0: that. It's as many units as you have there at the Maryland Oaks Crossing. Mm-hmm. Does, do they get to gather much? I mean, because there's a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, we just gathered on uh, this past Saturday because the uh, Forest State University Medical School, so the Chapman okay. program. They come out once a month, okay. and they do a variety of physical, uh, activities, yeah. uh, health and wellness activities. So, yeah. this past Saturday, they they did um, blood blood pressure checks.
0: Okay,
1: and so they come out once yeah. a month. It's usually the third Saturdays, and they've the the med students are great. The adults and some of the professors come out, okay. and then, you know it's been a great partnership over the last Wonderful. couple of years.
0: Good news outreach. .org.
1: Yes, at eight five zero six nine two three three
0: zero one. Okay. Well, we always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this ministry. And I just pray, God, that, Lord, that you just help them to continue to do what they do. Father, bring them volunteers, bring the finances, Lord, as you have over all these years. And I just thank you for it, Father God. And I pray, God, for Brother Briggins, that, God, did you just bless him and bless his ministry. And, Father, we just pray over our city. We pray, Father, we pray for your kingdom, and we pray, God, for peace around the world and the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming and being on the show.
1: Well, Pastor Jack King, thank you for having yeah. me. I enjoyed it.
0: Till next Sunday morning. May the Lord bless
1: you.